The time has come. Turn your speakers up. You are now listening to the Business of Your Mind podcast with Felipe Barganian. Brought to you by Gab International. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? This is Felipe Barganier with the business of your mind. So, man, we have made it, y'all. We're in 2021. Yay! I guess. (laughs) Depending on what side of the coin you're on or who you're listening to, you know, we either headed to the promised land or we headed to 2020 part two. So, you know, but that's neither here nor there. I don't want y'all worried about none of that. That's the reason why we call this the business of your mind. This is to get your mind right. So that way you're not concerned about tomorrow or yesterday. You were concerned about right now, what you can manifest today, what you can manifest tomorrow into your future. So the last thing you want to be right now is anxious or, or having any type of anxiety about anything that's going on. And I was thinking, I was like, huh, we're in 2021. Last year was real stressful. What can we talk about leading up to the big V day that can help people relieve stress, but also manifest the greatest version of themselves? And people don't even think about this topic the way that, you know, I have done a lot of studying on. Uh, the transmutation of sexual energy and just different things. But my knowledge about the subject is nowhere near our guest. Like she is, you know, she's married. I don't want to call her a sex goddess. I won't, you know, you know, but she is a, somebody that comes highly recommended is an expert uh, in her field, I'm just going to inter- I'm just going to introduce her real quick. Uh, her name is Welcome to the Show, Dr. Brandy Wilson Magnet. If I said that wrong, just curse me out. Maniga, I believe it is. Uh, I can see her. Y'all can't see her. AKA Dr. Brandy in the building is touted by patients and peers alike as one of the best OBGYN physicians and surgeons. Y'all hear that? Tell everybody we have on the show is like. <laughs> Always, because we only bring the best on this show. As a board-certified OBGYN and women's pleasure coach, you hear that, women? Got something for you. Men, take notes. She brings a unique approach to women's sexual health, achieving a holistic integration of the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual elements of you. This creates lasting positive change in how you view yourself, your body, and your pleasure. Ooh, yeah. She is called upon by various local and national media outlets to give a fresh perspective and new information on women's health trends. Dr. Brandy is the founder and chief medical advisor for drbrandymd.com, where she has created a safe space to discuss real-world strategies to help women learn the truth about sex and orgasms and embrace their feminine essence so they feel good both inside and outside of the bedroom. Her book, My, oh my, a committed woman's guide to getting the great sex she deserves is an Amazon number one bestseller and has helped numerous women to live their best sex life ever. And fellas, y'all know what that O in the middle of the mys was, and she gonna help you with that. (laughs) Born and raised in South Central Los Angeles, California, Dr. Brandy earned her undergraduate degree from the University of California at Riverside, earned her doctor of medicine from David Geffen School of Medicine at UCLA, Charles R. Drew University of Medicine and Science. She completed her residency training at Rochester General Hospital in Rochester, New York, and she currently has a thriving telemedicine practice in addition to providing quality women's health services in Los Angeles area, in the Los Angeles area, in the, ooh, can you talk, y'all? In the Los Angeles area for over a decade. Welcome to the show, Dr. Brandy, the pleasure coach. 
Thank you. Thank you so much, Felipe. I am super excited to be here. And you did great. You did great. <laughs> you, did, you didn't butcher the name. So thank you. Because uh, I, I know how, how sensitive it is with those names. You know, my, I get called Bargainer, Bar, Bargainer, and everything under the sun. So I was like, hopefully I'm saying this right. We went over there before the show started. But I just want to thank you. Oh, and just so you know, I actually went to the University of Rochester. So I'm no. from... Familiar, yes. So I'm familiar with Rochester. Yes, yes, yes. So I saw, I was like, okay, okay. So we know she good. She said, Rochester, you of are in the house. Woo, woo. Um, so can you tell us, I mean, we know all OBGYNs, you know, that's, you know, that means that you're a woman's health physician, right? That's what you, you're a doctor. But what, like, you took that and then took the ball and ran with it to a direction that I don't know if a lot of OBGYNs are, like, it's like, did you have to study sex and, or, like, can you tell us, what should, how did, where did this come from? Did you have a boyfriend that was like, man, he ain't doing his thing? <laughs> like, how did, how did, how did that come from you becoming this phenomenal physician, going to school and then going, you know what? Women need help, and I, I agree. Women, women need help. Women have been vilified and demonized for being sexual beings, which we all are. And this work that you're doing, I, I just want to applaud you. But how did this occur? Like, what happened? Well, it it actually started way before my medical career. Okay. Um, I actually got into work because I was having my own issues with sex and libido mm -hmm. and not wanting to have sex and trying to figure out like what was going on. And I was young, like I was in okay. my late twenties and it's like, that's the prime of my life. I'm supposed to want to have sex and why don't I? Right. And you're right. Like most OBGYNs, we have no idea when we get trained for what we do, we learn right. how not to get pregnant or teach pe and to teach people how not to get pregnant or how to mm. be pregnant and to not get any sexually transmitted infections. Mm. That's the extent of the knowledge. And even right. you know, growing up with our sex ed programs that we have in school, it's still focused on pregnancy and not getting any diseases. Mm. Like nothing about actual, okay, pleasure and you are actually supposed to enjoy this and it's supposed to be good. Mm. So literally, I was, you know, went through my college years, medical school, residency training, got married, had a child, had to move to Rochester because my program that I was originally in for residency closed. In okay. And so okay. I moved, my husband and my daughter stayed here. Mm. And it was just a lot of changes and a lot of stress and a lot of just factors that went into me just not wanting to be sexual at all. It was like, mm. excuse me, sex, sleep. I'm right. going to sleep. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, um, you know, I had to figure something out because mm. the relationship fell apart. It mm. just fell apart. And it was like, okay, um, Something's not right. Right. And I don't know what to do about this, but I got to figure it out. And mind you, I had been reading books and resources online and trying to figure things out, but nothing that I found was very informative. Nothing that I found lasted. So it's mm. like three fifty shades and all this. Right. Stuff. <laughs> and it's like okay, but that worked maybe two, three times, but right. this is not going to last for the long haul. Right. And even our specialty, like I remember going to a conference and it was specifically, um, they had a, a keynote on low sex drive. Mm. And I went and it was a, a presenter there. And, you know, in the process of talking about what happens with sex and in relationships, it was the idea that however long you're in a relationship, the longer you're in it, the less desire you're going to have. So if mm. you're in a place where you have low sex drive, you might need to get a new partner. And it's like, but I don't want to partner. Right. No. Right. 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 So I'm like, that's, that's just not helpful. 
And in, in all of the places that I looked, there just wasn't any specific information about how to cultivate a sexy and a, a cultivate a satisfying and sexy life in the bedroom that doesn't have to feel like, oh, well, I got to get raunchy and I got to get crazy and all right. this stuff. So I started, you know, just doing certain practices and, and figuring out what it truly meant to be a sexual being. Mm. And as I explored more of that, um, I ended up, you know, finished residency, came back home, started a new, um, a new practice. And okay. I was having women come in who were my age, younger, saying, hey, can you check my hormones? I think I'm in menopause. And it's mm. like, hey, why do you think you're in menopause? Well, I don't want to have sex anymore. Right. So, okay, well, let's talk. What's, what's going on? Right. And so in that process of seeing patients and helping them and giving them the tips that I had, and then they would come back and be like, Dr. Brandy, it worked. Thank you so much. Mm. You know, that, that was a time that really poured into me. And I was just like, this is super, super exciting. And right. it was the highlight of my day. And I was like, you know, this might be where my focus should be. This is my path. Mm. And right. so that's how I started in the work that I, I'm doing now. Wow, that was, and I I I feel like it's uh it's always better when you personally like like when I coach clients, like I use my personal experience, my pain, or my lack of you know, so that's 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 literally what you did. It is that is that is very, I I I appreciate you for sharing and being open because I feel like that so many women struggle with, you know, with possibly libido and men, but I think more so you would probably say women and they don't know who to talk to because, you know, it's taboo for you to, you know, you get called, you know, people start looking at you a certain kind of way and, you know, it's like, no, but it's like every man I know wants a woman <laughs> that he's with to desire him and to want to have sex, you know, so why do we demonize, you know, why do you feel that we demonize or we make women or we make women feel bad for being sexual beings? Um, I think it, there are several reasons for that. Partly it, it boils down to this idea that women are virtuous and they mm. have to be on this pedestal and to be there, to be virtuous, to be on that pedestal you ha almost have to divorce the sexual piece of it because mm. in general, there's this, this idea that sex is dirty, sex is shameful. Right. And even, you know, how we socialize boys versus girls, like for boys, it's like, okay, well, it's sex and whatever. And it's your yeah, yeah. member and you can look at it and touch it and do all that. Right. <laughs> right, right. But for women, it's like, no, no, don't do that. You can't touch yourself. You can't, you can't even act like you enjoy sex because otherwise people look at you with the side eye and mm. things. And we're taught, you know, keep your legs closed and your panties up and, and all of that. So there's a right. lot of messaging mm. that tells a woman that her body is dirty and mm. sex is dirty. Um, and then the other piece of it is that we don't really do a good job of educating anybody. You're right about that. Or men about the anatomy and how to actually bring pleasure. It, you know, the things that we see in movies and the things that we see even in pornographic material, you know, that's not real. And that's not how most women, at least, you know, appreciate having yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, no, like you can't just do this bam, bam, bam and, and think that that's good. So I think I think there's a lot of things that go into that discussion of why, you know, why we don't mm. have these discussions around sex and pleasure and why it's not wrong. And then, you know, you do have the spiritual aspect of it, the religious aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Some religions believe is just for procreation. And it's like, right. oh, if it was, why would God give us all the stuff? 
so that yeah. we can have a good time with that. Like a, that makes no sense. Absolutely. So, yeah, and then there there are hangups around that, and even you know I coach women sometimes who go from okay I'm not married and I waited and now I'm married and I'm supposed to be you know swinging from the chandeliers and I don't know how I'm supposed to flip the switch now because all this time you're telling me you know no don't don't and now I'm supposed to be like yes okay let's go how am I supposed to make that transition so there's there's a lot (laughs) there's a lot that goes into it it's 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 interesting what you just said because I um one of the things that I started doing a couple of years ago was I started studying uh, studying energy, not realizing that me doing this energy, this studying of, of energy and the purpose of it was going to lead me to sex. I had no idea. <laughs> it led me straight to sex and the energy. And when I started like really understanding to your point that, that, that you just made, if, if if sex was strictly about procreation, first and foremost, why is <laughs> why is it so pleasurable? First of all, <laughs> but <laughs> then also when you climax, like that is the most pleasurable, pleasurable but draining. Like that amount of energy that is coming out of you is not just pro- if God if if all God wanted sex to be was or the whole God or the universe, whatever people subscribe to, we don't judge people here. But it would have been a situation where I could stick it in, bam, and we go about our business. But it's a whole act. Right, right. Animals do. Right. It's a whole act. You don't see dogs falling out after, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't, you know, hey, hold on. We got to lay here for a minute. We got to, hey, you know, you, you don't see all that. Like, but, you know, in studying, like, you know, just the different things. And it's like, that's why I, I was, why, why, why I wanted to do this show was because I want people to understand that what you, we have been told about sex. And here's the thing, the books that I were reading that, 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 I, that um, I read, books like thinking grow rich in different books that understand this is how even wealth is created yeah. <laughs> you understand how to manifest and utilize and harness sexual energy like it's 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 crazy so um so with that being said when you're talking to your um your clients and they're coming to you oh i, I did want to touch on one other thing that has been one of my biggest problems with when people talk about, oh, you know, I'm going to wait until I'm married, blah, 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 you know. And I was one of those, like, I just started having sex off 19 years old, you know, you know. Um, and what I, what, what, I, what I start to realize is that aren't you actively teaching your body or teaching yourself to resist the person that you're with if you're, if, if you continue to say no, 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 no. You know, to I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and you have never even, and you're denying yourself different. Now I might be wrong, and this is just my opinion, but it's 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 kind of like you know, even biblically, the Bible talks about, you know, when when you're married, you know, your body is not your, you know, the man's body is not his, and and gotta and vice versa, and except for times 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 of fasting, mm-hmm. but. If you have practiced <laughs> the act of denying your the sexual part of you, I can understand how a woman, man, or anybody can go, okay, I've been saying no to this joker for the last five years. I have a longest man. Now all of a sudden I'm married. I'm supposed to turn into, you know, a sex goddess or a sex god. But I've been saying no. So I'm used to, you know, subconsciously telling myself, this is bad because we also talk about the subconscious on here. People don't mm-hmm. understand that when you continue to tell your subconscious something, your subconscious does not know when 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 to shut it off right. at all. It's like, oh no, why you want to do that now? No, no, we don't do that. Right, we no. we, did. we we developed this habit already. Right, <laughs> right. So, how do you get women to flip the switch from that and get them to start understanding? the true depths of what sex is and why they should be 
you know, or, or do you do that? Like, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you do that? Um, I think it's, it just starts with asking questions, honestly, mm-hmm. just asking questions. Right. Um, and even asking a question that you may not consciously have an answer to, mm-hmm. because sometimes we don't know. Sometimes, right. you know, we don't realize how much the outside influences, how we, you know, were raised when we were kids, mm-hmm. how our religious factors come into it, how we even think about sex and affection and how those two go together. You know, sometimes all of that is subconscious and we don't know. We don't know what stories we're telling ourselves Mm -hmm. about certain things. And so asking questions and then just getting in touch with yourself. Like I am a big proponent of meditation and mm. taking some time every day for you and literally it's your time and whether you do a guided meditation you just sit and breathe even if it's for three minutes do something that is just for you to reconnect with yourself and That's i think right. you know just having that foundational piece because honestly the biggest the biggest thing that I hear from women about why they don't want to have sex is because they're tired. Mm. We're running. We're doing everything from right, yeah, yeah. Right. Doing a whole bunch of stuff. Right. And, um, it's, and we're going from one task to the next. We mm. have often doing two or three things at the same time. Mm. So it's hard for us to shut, shut that down. Right. Sit with ourselves and hear what our souls have to tell us. Mm. And so even three minutes of just deep breathing is something that you can do to help bring out what it is that you need, what it is that you want. Mm. I knew bringing you on the the show was going to be because meditation, you know, just finding that that calming place where you quiet your mind, you know, I said a lot now, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, um, you know, it is, it is something that until you're made aware of it, you don't even realize that your brain is on overdrive all day long. Like it is, I, I tell clients sometimes, try to stop thinking right now. And you can't, <laughs> you can't. Like your, your your mind is gonna think of something negative, positive, whatever it is. It, it it just it's like a never. It's 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 constantly on the go, and until we take control over it. So what I'm what I'm what I'm what I'm understanding is that because women, there's a lot of pressure on women, especially you know we got you know women have have careers, some have dual careers, have children, they're in school and. A lot of times the brothers ain't stepping up and doing all that. You know, we ain't, you know, running home to feed the kids and doing all, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and then, so I can understand how when when a woman comes home, to be honest with you, this is the one thing that she could say no to all day long. Nah, mm-hmm. look, <laughs> no, no, I'm tired. Look, I, I had to feed the kids. I had to go to work. Mm-hmm. I had to cook dinner. I had to, you know, do all this stuff. This is the one time. Look, I ain't got. I ain't got no more. Right, right. We pour out. We pour <laughs> right. everything out to other people. Right. And there's nothing. We don't. We don't save anything back for ourselves, and we don't replenish the cup. So essentially, mm-hmm. we're trying to pull. We're trying to pull blood from a turnip <laughs> when it comes down to sex. And it's like, mm. no, I can't. So how do you get? How do how do you flip that switch? I understand the meditation part, but once you do that, mm-hmm. that's typically early in the morning. Or are you saying do that like when you get home or something? Like what's the you know, it's it's better if you get it done in the morning, just because right. if you don't, then it's less likely to happen throughout right. the day. Yeah. Um, but it's also about tapping into the things that pour into your soul. Mm. So what, what I say is I teach women how to feel good in and out of the bedroom because what happens outside of the bedroom influences what happens inside the bedroom. Absolutely. 
if we are not like if you are not feeling fulfilled if your relationship is not going the way you need it to if your job you know people are on the job giving you a lot of a lip and all this other stuff right. like there are so many things that make us not happy with who we are and take us away from our our real purpose for why we're here on the earth mm. and if you're not pouring into that piece of you it it just falls apart and that's actually mm. what was happening for me like wow. I had the degree I had the husband I had the child I had the practice and I I thought I should be happy right I wasn't mm. and it was showing up as I don't want to have sex right huh. so you gotta you gotta be aware. It's just it's a consciousness. Right. We go around and we operate so unconsciously. And if we can tap into being conscious of what we need, what we want, mm. we then are able to say, and that that drive and that desire, it just it comes back. Mm. It, it, it shows up because for the longest time you likely have been pushing it down. Right. Uh. So it's so so basically what I'm so instead of turning into a chore because that cause that's 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 basically what what people do turn into a chore. Oh, okay, let me go ahead and give you some. You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead. And, you know, uh, you got five good minutes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I got other. Right, can you hurry up, please? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so when people start to understand the true impact. And and also let's talk about sexual health, like the 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 different hormones that are released, you know, the different things that, you know, and once you turn the the um the vilifying of sex on its head or the, you know, or the making sex negative on its head. And what's funny is you know, I'm pretty sure. You know, like when you when you travel to, to um, other countries, like like I remember when I was like 23, 24, I traveled to France, um, and like there's pornography on the TV, and I'm sitting like, wait a minute, hold, hold. so other uh, uh, other countries, we vilify sex, but we glorify violence. It's the other way in, in, in a lot of in a lot of other societies because they realize that sex is a natural part of life. I don't know about you. Now, of course, I don't want my kids saying either. But mm-hmm. if I if I had to choose between the two, yeah, okay, show my show my son and my daughters or whatever, you know, on TV that's showing a healthy relationship between a man and a woman any day mm-hmm. over, you know, them watching a movie where they're blowing people away and, you know. Because that's that's not normal, you know yeah. the violence. Yeah. So, so, so with that being said, what do you what do you feel that you know? So I've been married twice, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> you know. But you know, but a lot of men I know struggle with because, as you said earlier, we're not taught about sex, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the male anatomy is easily stimulated and, eas- and more easily pleasured than the woman than the woman's anatomy. It's, you know, so what would you say? So, do you ever do couples therapy? Like, do you bring in the, the like the, both 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 partners, or is this just solely focused on? Hey, look, we know he ain't getting the job done, sister. <laughs> but you know, there's a way for you for you to make him get the job done by doing a certain things. Like, so how does that work? Yeah. So, um, well, before I answer that, I'll go back and say, I think in this country, we glorify, we do glorify violence, but we also glorify sex, but just not healthy sex. Oh, touche. Yeah, correct. There's a lot of stuff that is out there. And that's the dichotomy of, it's okay, we can use sex to sell a burger. Right. But if I really want to have an honest conversation about what right. sex is and what it means, that's right. we can't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just just to say that piece. Yeah. But in terms of how I work with my clients, um, very often I am just working with the woman. Okay. Because 
it's an inside job. Sex is an inside job. Even before mm-hmm. you go and connect with anybody else, you got to be connected with yourself. Mm. And many times we are stuck right here mm. between our ears and not in our bodies. So that's why, you know, we do it and we're just like, whatever, you got five minutes, get off me. I'm done. <laughs> right, right, or right. I'm not, you know, I, I can't orgasm at all. Right, right. I'm, I'm up here. I'm not in my body. Right. Present in the moment with what is happening. And so it really is, uh, I guess for me, it really is working with a woman to help her to understand that her care, her self-care mm. is important mm. and that she's worth it and she's worthy of it because mm. a lot of times there's a lot of, of not feeling that you're worth the time, not feeling mm. worth the effort and not even feeling that you're worthy of pleasure. Mm. And so, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's definitely a lot of mindset work. Right. And then, um, then there is the educational piece of, okay, you know, there's more than two spots on your body that you can stimulate to have an orgasm, right? Mm. <laughs> there's at least 10 spots that can be stimulated for you to have an orgasm. <laughs> Did you say 10? <laughs> yes. Wow. So, okay. Then we start to build on the education piece. Right. And we talk about, okay, what are the things that you can do to amplify mm. the and tip things in the balance for sex as opposed mm. to inhibiting that desire? Mm. And sometimes, you know, it's just, it's simple things. It's simple, like biohacks. So, like, I have um, a handout that I give about biohacks for a better sex life. So just things that you can do foundationally that help you to have at least a level playing field so that if the desire comes up, you're not like, nah, I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah. So can we, can we go into like some of the, uh, um, what are what are some of the health benefits of having a healthy safe a sex life? You know, uh, I know one that I can think about personally is your mood. Mm-hmm. You know, the the what what is it? The serotonin is it, what's that's that's uh, yeah. So there there are a few hormones. There are okay. hormones <laughs> of love. They're called, right. um, and so there's the dopamine. Yep. which is an endorphin and it helps to elevate the mood. Um, there's serotonin, right. which also is important, but I'll say with serotonin, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit complex because okay. if you have too much serotonin, then it actually can decrease your enjoyment and desire for sex. Oh, wow. Oh, so wow. that's part of the reason why sometimes antidepressants will make you lose your libido mm. because they block the the removal of the serotonin from the nerve endings. And so it okay. builds up and it's too much. Mm. So that's one of the, the side effects that a lot of people will complain about when they right. are antidepressants. And so mm. that's the reason why. Um, but then sex itself has so many different benefits um decrease in stress for sure like you said mood um it's definitely a mood booster gives you a more positive outlook on life that's if you're having good sex good sex. right 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 right. otherwise life is ready to cut somebody (laughs) right 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 um you know it decreases your blood pressure decreases your heart rate Mm. and helps with um, decreasing your sensation of pain. Um, Mm. So, you know, headaches, like commonly you would hear on like old sitcoms, like, oh, a headache. (laughs) A headache, right, right, right. Guess what? A good orgasm will help your migraine. (laughs) It won't hurt it. It will help it. Um, It actually helps you to look younger because you get Mm. like this glow and you look younger. Um, it helps with you just having a closer connection with your partner when mm. you, who you're interacting with because you have other hormones like oxytocin that get released. And that's the bonding hormone. So mm. 
there's so 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 many so many different benefits. Wow, like I'm sitting here. Well, first off, I'm still stuck on the ten spots have organ. I'm, I'm I'm stuck right there right now. To be honest with you, okay. but uh, but so and that's one of the things that if people start to you know to really understand this thing that we call sex, and I'm glad that you mentioned healthy sex because there's there's a lot of you know what I, what, I, what I call you know not judging anybody, but you know, spit swapping and bodily fluid swapping and, you know, and just a lot of alternative lifestyles out here and people just doing everything. Hey, if that's what you want to do, what you want to do. But for my, for, for me, I love monogamy. I love uh, being with one person and let's figure each other out, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so uh, do we have to pay you to understand what these 10 places are? <laughs> Like, cause I know, I know I ain't the only one thinking this right now, you know. So I, I can't be. You do have to pay. I have a mini course called "Stop Faking It: The Secret to Amazing Orgasms." And all right, so all in there. <laughs> and where can they find? And what, 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 what can, what, can they or my friend find this course at? Right, right. So stopfakingitcourse.com. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna make sure my friend who's watching, uh, yeah, cause I'm, uh, yeah, 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 my my friend. Yeah. So, help your friend. Yeah, yeah. I got I gotta help my friends. I mean, and that's my homie right there. Like we are. Right, right. Y'all yeah. I mean, I, that's my a one from day one. But right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with that, um, we talked about the um uh, about about sexual energy. And the things that it allows you to do for yourself. But what about you and your mate? You've been married for how many years? Um, I have been married for 16 years, um, but separated now. So separated for Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. But... But like I said, I've been divorced twice, so I understand. So, yeah. but but with that being said, when you were married, or 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 let's just say talking to married couples, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say are some of the benefits for a relationship as it relates to sex and intimacy, and you, you know, um, just sharing that that because I, I I used to always tell people that. Sex is the closest thing that you, I mean, like you're literally become one during sex. Like it is a literal, I'm, he's in you, you're in her. Like it's like a puzzle, (laughs) you know? So. Fit together. Yes. (laughs) Right. So with that being said, what do you help? people to understand about sex. Well, I, I guess we will stay with the woman. Mm-hmm. What do you help women understand about sex that, um, you know, when they say, oh, you know, my husband only wants the sex or, you know, or, and I, I, I don't want it, you know, do you ever talk about, you know, that, mm-hmm. that, that particular aspect? Okay. So, 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 and I'm pretty sure we, we have a lot of women listeners. So, so for that, for that woman that's there, like, man, like, if he if he if he if he touched me at two o'clock in the morning one more time, you know, talking about some rollover, you know, you know, what what can you help the sisters out with to kind of I guess to kind of understand like why why is sex important and we don't subscribe to that notion like you said earlier that because you're with somebody for five ten years that you 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 just gonna stop desiring them like I don't I believe that you can have a healthy sex life the same person for 50 years, in my opinion. You can. You can. I I have patients who are in their 80s still having sex. So Who else I'm talking about? Just 120 years old. Like, come on, girl. Come on, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Pull pull that depends over to the side. (laughs) Walk her down and come in. Right, 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 right. So um, I think part part of what I tell my women and my my clients is that sex is a need and it's not just a need for 
your partner, your husband, your boyfriend. Mm. It's a need for you too. Mm. You have just not understood that need and how it's showing up. Because sometimes it shows up in other ways. It shows up as a craving for carbs or Mm. chocolate, which at one point I was trying to figure out, like, I'm not a big fan of chocolate, but every once in a while, you know, I would go through this this point when I was, when my husband and I were together, Mm -hmm. we were both busy doing a bunch of stuff. And I was like, why am I craving chocolate cake? And like the first Mm. time it happened, I was like, okay, whatever, chocolate cake. But then it kept happening. I'm like, why am I craving chocolate cake? Right, right. (laughs) Right. And, you know, I had to stop and and think about it and and really reflect. And I was like, oh, I miss my husband. We haven't Mm -hmm. been together. And, you know, the the same places in your brain that respond to sexual activity are the same places that respond to things like cake and carbs and feel-good foods. It's the same stuff. You know, places, it's the same places that respond if you're doing something exciting and new. Right. So sometimes those wires can get crossed mm. and we disassociate it from sex and it gets associated with other things. Um, huh. And then the second piece is just um, really understanding that sex is is for the woman too because mm-hmm. we can get into these patterns of thinking okay well they want sex so much there must be something wrong with them right yeah yeah you know is do they need to go see somebody or are they a sex <laughs> addict <laughs> right 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 understand yeah and <clears throat> for a woman yes we need sex but we need affection too and mm-hmm. a lot of that's the first thing that goes when you're in a long-term relationship. Mm. You're not hugging like you used to. You're not holding hands like you used to. You know, you're you're barely like y'all together, but y'all both on your phone like this. Right. Yeah. But you're not looking at into each other's eyes. You're not having mm. conversations. You're not hugging. So there's there's a disconnect that's happening, even though you two are together. Right. And because of that disconnect. It, it may not show up initially in how you're interacting, but it definitely will show up in the bedroom when it's like, wait, how, you ain't said two words to me, but now you want to have sex with me. Right. So I think there's there's some, some work that needs to happen on both sides. But for the woman, I think it's just giving her the space and the information to understand that sex is important for her too. Because there's there's something called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Right. Okay. Yep. And sex shows up on every level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Now, if you look at just the regular diagram, it just shows up on the bottom. The mm. foundational, you need air, food, water, yada, yada, yada. And sex right. for keeping the species going. Right. But for a woman, it goes, it goes all the way up to the top. So the second level is safety and security. Mm. Or a woman needs to feel safe and secure in order to relax enough to mm. have sex and relax mm. enough to have good sex and have a, and have an orgasm. Right. So something as simple as, okay, we got kids in the house. Make sure you lock the door because I'm scared one of the kids is going to run. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Versus do I feel emotionally secure in this relationship? Right. Can I come to you with my, things that are on my heart and you'll listen to me or will mm. you poo-poo them and tell me I'm crazy? Right. The third level, which is intimacy and love, comes about when we're in our intimate relationships. Do I feel love? Do I feel like there is an emotional connection with this person? Mm-hmm. Then the fourth level is self-esteem and self-confidence. A lot of us get hung up on our bodies and what they look like, and we've had kids, and things have changed, and stuff has fallen because right. we're older, and right. yeah, and it's we get self-conscious about mm-hmm. our bodies, right? But, you know, 
I, I always like to say, all bodies are capable of good sex and orgasm, no matter their weight, shape, or size. So you can you can have it, whether you're real thin, 300 pounds. Right. right. It doesn't matter. Hmm. And then finally, the fifth level is that self-actualization. And that piece is where our problem-solving skills come in, our creativity skills come in. And that's actually been found to be helpful in terms of a woman being able to demonstrate leadership qualities and be recognized for those qualities and be promoted into positions because of those qualities. So it can affect your bottom line too, okay. if you're having good sex or not All having right. good sex. Hmm. Y'all didn't know that y'all was about to get hit upside the head with all this knowledge. I know y'all did, and y'all y'all thought flea, what is flea paid about to do? Sexual healing. This 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 man has channeled, you know, some old R and B singers. You know, <laughs> nah. We're talking about sexual healing to 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 to, to heal you to heal. I feel like the, after, after the last four years in this country. That we all need some sexual healing. Can I can I get an amen? Amen. Let the church say. Yes. Can we get an amen? You know, because right now it's like so many people are anxious because of COVID. You know, they're anxious because of you know the new administration. Regardless of what side you're on, I got friends on both sides of the equation. You know, and people are just you know stressed out you know, about the uncertainty of this country we live in, in this world. And I'm here to tell y'all that Valentine's Day is coming and we got the love doctor, Dr. Wilson, Dr. Mag... Uh, Oh, I'm about to mess your, I'm about to mess your last name. Dr. Brandy, just Dr. Brandy. Dr. Dr. Brandy. I'm about to, we got Dr. Brandy on the show. And the purpose of that is that Yes, do not go out and try to go to a club on Valentine's Day, but don't don't forget love. Like love, love and the passion within can mm. solve a lot of problems. Indeed. You wouldn't have so many uptight people running around here. I feel like if they was getting the if they was having a healthy O oh, every morning. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you you saying my oh my every morning and you know, and you are just making sure that you're taking care of yourself because that's all part. That's that's all part of self care. Mm -hmm. That that is a major part of self care. And we just sat here and talked about, you know, that we're sexual beings for a reason. And once you embrace that, and one of the things that I started learning was the transmutation of sexual energy. If you are intimate with somebody. Um, and you both, and, and you both are focused on, I don't, you know, you, you know, maybe you got a business or, or something. There's something else there that we don't understand about the energy exchange. Mm -hmm. But if you have two people that are committed to each other and love one another and that are, let's just say, we say, you know, our goal is to start a, I don't know start a, you know, start a, <laughs> whatever kind of business it is, or, you know, and our goal is to have, you know, substantial wealth or whatever. And you, and you have those two people. Now that's because that's, that's also another level of, of, of connection. But the one thing about, about sexual energy is that, and, and that I talk about on this show is that energy is just energy. Mm -hmm. So whether now you, you can, you, you can, you can, you can make energy negative. You can make it positive. You can make, you know, it's just energy. You know, now you choose to, which is the reason why when somebody, when you're, when you're a significant other or a friend or, or your child, I've got three children, so I can use this one because I probably got mad at one of them in the last week. So, <laughs> you know, no, I'm just kidding. I love my kids. Y'all know I love y'all. But yeah, you still can get mad at them. I'm <laughs> But so to that point, it's like you could be in a, in a, in a very positive state. And then you get a phone call that's negative. Somebody comes to do something that's negative, and it takes you out of that. To me, it's the same thing with sex. 
you know, sex, it, sex allows you to hijack your mood. Mm. You know, sex, sex allows you to hide, uh, hijack your mood. It also allows you to speak to the universe because I totally, uh, and I, maybe we'll find a metaphysicist or somebody to come on here and dispute this, but I, I just know, I, I know, I, I, I know I'm telling the truth right now, but there's a reason that an orgasm is so strong. That is, it's so strong. It is not for procreation because, like you said earlier, when a dog is is you know <laughs> doing to do with another dog, you know it's not you know it doesn't get up there and then pass out afterwards. Like it, it does this thing and oh boom, then it walks on. Same thing with horses and any other species. But when it comes to humans, that our the level of connection and energy that is expelled during sex, that energy is something, it's, there's something very divine about that. Mm-hmm. And we're not using it to its maximum potential, the, the majority of us. We just think, oh, let me go ahead, you know, and, you know, and get one off real quick. No, no brother and no sister. This is a whole nother level of connectivity. Yeah. You know. It's way, I always say sex is more than inserting tab A into slot B. <laughs> way more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so to that point, I'm always telling brothers, look, man, look, be careful Women are the energy source. Hmm. So women are the socket, men are the core. That's, that's, how, that's how I say it. So you got a TV. You got a TV. It has a core. It has, it can't, without, without that energy, you get nothing. Mm-hmm. Be careful who you allow to stick their cord inside of you women. And men, be careful who you stick your cord inside of because the end result on your on your screen is going to be whatever you just stuck it inside of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so do you do you go there with your clients? Um, what are your thoughts on you know the purpose of sexual energy and why why is an orgasm, you know, like especially a good one, is like, oh let me hold on, don't move, just stop. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it? Why what, what what is that? You know, um, I think for me, I I work with women just to understand that they should be having orgasms right, on okay. a regular yeah. basis because there's yeah. something called the orgasm gap that right. is real, and essentially it says that if a man and a woman both had sex ten times, eight, nine, ten of those times, the man is going to have an orgasm. For the woman, it's four, five, six out of mm. those times she may have mm. an orgasm. So that's right. a reason why a lot of women are not all that excited about sex. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Point. And if I might have right. a good time, I might not. Yeah. The other piece of it is just educating about the different types of orgasms. Because not all right. orgasms feel the same between women. Not all orgasms feel the same. You can have the same situation, same stimulation, same everything, and the orgasm will feel different from one time to the next. So there's some variability in things. So just having that understanding about orgasm, I think, Mm. is important. And then in terms of, you know, what what is the purpose of sex? What is the purpose of that connection? I believe it truly is a, a a way of enjoying God's gift of sex. Mm. For me, it it is in the context of a long term relationship, a marriage. Absolutely, yeah. Because that space is the the safest space. Absolutely, you know, that person's not going anywhere. You don't have to try it. Like you, yes, you you want to give your best, but you're not like yes. trying to press this person yeah. or trying to entice them to stay or right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. goes to sex before, yeah. yeah. So it just it's a safe space for you to explore and get to know what you like, what you don't like, what your partner likes, what mm-hmm. they don't like, 
you know, venture off into things that you both agree that you want to experience and try. And like, you know, the scripture says the marriage bed is undefiled. So Absolutely. whatever it is that you and your partner decide that you want to try that, that is fine. Right. Um, aside from, you know, inviting somebody else in. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, right? Yeah. But ultimately, sex is a divine encounter on earth. Mm. Mm. What I believe. Mm. And that we're on the same page with that when uh it's it's definitely something very spiritual about the whole the whole thing. I mean, you talked about the hormones that are released. I mean, there's just so much that comes from that lack of a better way of saying it, that body of work. <laughs> Literally that body. That, that body of work. <laughs> that body of work. Um, you know, and once we start to really grab hold and understand, you know, that it's okay to want to have sex. It's okay for you to enjoy it. It's okay for you to enjoy a lot of it. It's you know what I'm saying. I mean, as long as it's in the confines of a like you said, a healthy monogamous relationship. And a lot of people forget that one little part of the Bible that says, like you said, that the uh, the bedroom is undefiled. So it's like, what that if for anybody that doesn't understand it, that means that like like Dr. Brandy just said, whatever. <laughs> y'all into in that bedroom outside of bringing in animals or people, other people. Mm-hmm. Hey, it is what it is. I mean, I I am yours. You are mine's. Let's have fun. It's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't see how you can get bored with that. I mean, if y'all, if y'all really especially if you're in a relationship where you got the trust, you got the commitment, you got the love, the compassion, the, you know, we got all the ingredients, you know, there's no reason why you should not just be able to enjoy each other fully. Mm-hmm. You know, now you might need a safe word depending on who the person right. please is. Please have a safe word. <laughs> yes, <laughs> have a safe word. What missionary sex? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> right, have a safe word because, you know, you yeah. know, you so never know. You just never know. You right. Yes, something, and then it goes to the left, and you be like, "Wait, I didn't say yes to that." Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Right. <laughs> right. You're like, "What movie you been watching? We ain't never did that." Right, right. Wait a minute. <laughs> right. Where did that come from? Like, hold on now. So, and we just told y'all, you know, that the schools don't teach us. So, a lot of us, unfortunately. You know, we watch. You know, learn learn from pornography, or you know, you 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 watch these retarded. You know, and now you know with the internet, mm. you 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 literally two seconds away from watching some nonsense. So, you know, and because of that, like, I think a lot of people have unrealistic expectations of sex. Mm-hmm. You know, they have, you know, they think that they're supposed to be able to, you know, to do things for an hour, you know, in crazy, you know, crazy positions. It's like, first of all, you know, tell how many times they cut that scene, you know. First of all. <laughs> right. First of all, second of all, I got things to do. <laughs> you know, um, but it's it's like, you know, when you start to really just, I feel like when you, when you're in a healthy relationship with somebody and you're literally enjoying that person and who they are and you're worried about pleasing them, it don't matter if it's five minutes or two hours. Like, you know, if that, if, if, if that person is satisfied, you know, and that's what you all enjoy. And I, but I do also believe in sexual compatibility because, you know, some people, you know, I don't know. I mean, and maybe I'm wrong on that, doctor. I mean, what's your thoughts well, on? I, that? I think, so. I think you you can get sexually compatible. That's okay. Right. All right. Okay. Because ultimately, it it boils down to you being sensitive to your partner and your partner being sensitive to you in terms of your needs, mm. and to coming to an agreement about what what it's going to look like. Okay. 
So, you know, it, and if there is issue, mm-hmm. then you, you talk about it. You get help if you need it. Right. Like, like mismatched libido is the norm. Mm. The sticking point is how mismatched it is. Mm. So if it's just, okay, I want it three days a week, you want it four days a week. That's easier to maneuver than yeah. four days a week and I want it once a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's you know? all, yeah. So, but there's always yeah. mismatch. And even, right. even for somebody who's like, yeah, yeah, we both want it four times a week. Somebody might want it in the morning more than that and mm. something in the evening. So mm. there's always a, a negotiation of sorts to get to what is going to work for you and your partner. So I think I think anybody can be sexually compatible. It's just a matter <coughs> of what, what you're willing to explore and look at mm. and how comfortable you feel in doing that with another person. Well, she just blew my mind with that one because I showed thought, hey, look, hey, I like yada yada yada, yada yada yada. Oh no, nah, you you only yada? Oh, but I yada yada yada. You don't well, hey, we can't, you know, hey. So I, I never thought about that. But and compassion is part of the relationship. I mean, you compromising and but yeah, I definitely agree. If he wanted one day a year, she wanted three, three or four times a week, that's a that's a big gap. Yeah, yeah. But the clothes. Right. But then you come in and see someone like me or a sex therapist or a regular therapist, and we talk about it and we look at again, we go back to those questions. Right. Like, why is it? What what has been your experience? What does sex mean to you? Things like that. And we delve and we dig to find out why it is what it is. And then we work to figure out how we can get rid of the blocks and make it happen mm. frequently. So, and, and I, I know this is this is a serious I'm about to mention here. Um, so, people that have been sexually abused, you know, I've been in relationships with people that you know may have been molested as children, you know, and things of that nature. And a lot of times, they have you know issues. Mm-hmm. that will show up in their relationships. Do you also um, assist those people or do you ask them, uh, like, like do, do, do you also work with people that have been uh, victims of some type of, you know, uh, sexual violence? Um, so I generally will work together with okay. them, um, with a therapist. Okay, yeah, okay. Like, I, I don't need another degree. All right, absolutely, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> a counselor and yeah okay so, um yeah i i just have them to make sure that they are getting they're under the care of a good therapist or psychiatrist right. to help them to really work through those issues cuz what i'm what i'm doing really is not therapy it's coaching right. so it's helping people to develop their vision for what they want in their mm. sex life and then giving them the tools and the strategies that they need to get there. Okay. All right. Well, so this has been a very eye-opening conversation about sex. And look, y'all, I tried to get her, you know, to give us the 10, but she said, no, hey, look, go to where, Dr. Brandy? (laughs) You just go to com and get it there. This is the sex ed class that you wish you had gotten. Oh, oh, oh! What's in that class, yo? Oh, well, how do you dress in this class, Doctor Brandy? <laughs> <laughs> pajamas, pajamas. <laughs> pajamas. Oh, okay. so lingerie, I see. Um, <laughs> I didn't say lingerie, I said. Pajamas. She said, I'm sorry. She said pajamas, you know. My mind went somewhere for my I, I understand. It's okay. Uh, That's yeah. what we're talking about. Absolutely, absolutely, you know. So um now the one thing that we have every guest on this show do, you know, you saw how you know the business of your mind. We have everybody do it. Have everybody do it. You know, I know Dr. Brandy over there looking all beautiful and you know, and smiling and everything. We're about to see if she can give us 
you know, that business of your mind outro that we need. And okay. don't be hard on it, y'all. Don't be hard on it. Please, please don't be hard on me. <laughs> we we would never learn them 10 spots. She will block everybody who watched the show from her <laughs> site and we'll be forever deprived about those <laughs> from up on those 10 spots. So, yes, Dr. Dr. Brandy. All right. Well, thank you so much, Felipe, for having me on. This has been really fun. <laughs> and I am super excited that you are bringing this to your listeners and your watchers because this is the business of your mind. Oh man, look, that was probably the most beautiful rendition of the business of your mind that we have had. I appreciate you, Dr. Brandy. And look, y'all, look, for all the men that are watching this, all the women that are watching this, Valentine's Day is coming up. We know y'all gonna be getting it on. So don't even fake the phone. Go ahead and hit up Dr. Brandy. Get her book, My Oh My. It's a bestseller, y'all. And y'all, see, she's, she is considered one of the best. That as, come on now. This is something that we all need. Women, if you marry, get, get in touch with Dr. Brandy. If you got something that's blocking you, because I got a lot of people that I know that, that have been married for years that watch this show. Mm-hmm. And make sure that y'all reach out. And this is Felipe Barganier and Dr. Brandy, the sex goddess. Yeah, I just called her that. The sex goddess signing out. And we love y'all and peace. If you want to get your business right, you've got to get your mind right. Businessofyourmind.com.